Steve, and welcome back to another episode of Restless the Podcast. And it's been a while since we've actually been on the air with the whole COVID thing and now the things going on in in the country. You know, it's kind of impacted our family. So we've been trying to make some adjustments here as well. And but nonetheless, I think getting the story out of people's faith and their experiences are one of the most important things that we can do now, particularly given the trying times that they are. If you would like to tell your story and be a part of Restless the Podcast, you can reach us by going to or emailing us at info at restlesspodcast.com or going to our website at restlesspodcast.com. And there's contact information on there that you can look up and give us some feedback, contact us about your own story. That would be a real blessing. But Luke, uh, today was today for us, for our guests, it's tonight who's uh, way out there. This is actually our first international uh, interview, I would just say story of faith that you're going to hear from Restless the Podcast, and we're excited about that. And In fact, it's uh, almost a 13-hour difference in time right now. So for us, you know, it's uh, in the morning, and for our guest, it's almost getting close to bedtime. So we want to welcome KW. Luke, can you tell us something about KW? So KW is a 48-year-old male, and he began following the Lord in 2013, in which he soon after decided to take a big leap of faith. After moving to the Pacific Islands, he formed a ministry called And We Know with his partner LT. And what they do is they work to deliver news that they believe is truthful and in good faith and rooted in biblical principles. And that source has been growing and growing, so be sure to check them out over there as well. They have a YouTube channel as well as one on BitChute. And now I'll hand it right off to KW himself. KW, will you please tell us your story? Yeah. Hey, Steve. Hey, Luke. Good to be with you here today. Good to be uh, with tonight you. Tonight, our time is, uh, as Steve mentioned, I am on the other side of the world, and uh, we're on a little bit of a different time zone, but happy to be here and to share uh uh, my testimony with y'all and your listeners, and uh, to sh- to sh- to share how the Lord has uh, really done a done a cleansing in my heart and changed my life. Um, so I can start by saying that uh, yes, I'm a 40 year old male. I live uh, on one of the smaller islands here in Japan. Uh, I grew up uh, a military brat. My father served 25 years in the Marine Corps and did another 15 years in the civilian side of it after being double retired now. Um, so I grew up my life with the military. Um, and then served myself for 26 years as a civilian before stepping out and uh, taking a leap of faith and following the Lord and, and have come and then the Lord has guided uh, myself to, to be a part of this great ministry uh, with LT and, and we know. So, um, um, so that being said, uh, yeah, I grew up as a military brat, uh, not, not affiliated with any kind of church. Uh, uh, my mom and dad didn't profess any religion. Uh, I kind of grew up in a hodgepodge of sort of the traditional uh, Japanese uh, uh, upbringing, a little bit of Buddha, Hindu. I didn't quite understand. I couldn't explain it. Just follow the routine. Uh, heard about Christianity. Um, you know, of course, going through the schools, the American school systems. Of I had friends that professed to be Christians and Mormons and all these different kind of things, but I never actually uh, belonged to a church or attended any kind of church growing up. Um, so I kind of, you know, what obviously grew up lost and not knowing the Lord, uh, but have heard had heard of Jesus Christ and Christianity and while practicing. 
or uh, going through the motions of say the the traditional Japanese type religion. Um, so um, uh, my um, time as a dependent, a military dependent. Fortunately, my father was able to do most of his career here in Japan. My mother is Okinawan, Japanese. Um, so so we were fortunate enough to do most of our growing up here, going to American schools. So the culture is uh, uh, very traditional Japanese. Um, uh, while living six years in California as dependent as well. So I did get to see uh, in my teenage years uh, what life in the States is about and, and you know, playing Little League Baseball there in the States and, and doing all that. But uh, having friends that are professing Christians, Mormons, like I said. Um, so uh, leading up to my adult years, I, I graduated from the Department of Defense Schools here in Japan and, and uh, continued my higher education uh, online and well not excuse me not online back then there was no online school but in a local american university system that that, that the military offered uh for four or five years while you know being a hoodlum that i was uh so i didn't complete my school because i was too busy uh doing things i shouldn't have been doing as a young adult uh and uh, i started my career with the government at the age 19 while i was attending school at the lower level entry level, starting off uh, working with fast food and on up to the golf course and so on and so forth. Um, again, all this time not knowing Lord and, and, and just uh, uh, following my own heart. As we know, our hearts are wicked. The Lord tells us so. And, and of course, at the time, I thought I was doing what was in my heart, the right things, not knowing that I was really a hellion and, and being a bad person. Um, um, it, I was uh, married at a young age at 21 after uh, having uh, with my girlfriend having a child out of wedlock. I was married to try to, to, to save that relationship with her and to, to be able to have uh, a relationship with my child. That didn't work out. Um, so we divorced after five years. So I have an adult child who's now 26 and a, a grandson at seven. Um, so I, I am married and divorced once at this point, um, still trying to find my way, making a buck out of my life. Um, and in 2002, I met my current wife now, who I call an angel, who kind of uh, set me straight, so to speak, even though she wasn't a believer, she was just one of those good girls. Uh, and I think, uh, uh, and what I mean by good, I mean from our perspective, good, obviously a sinner in the Lord's eyes, and, and, and I, we know that now, uh, but a good girl, a well-behaved girl who, who I started dating, who tried to put me back on the right track, take me away from my, my, my uh, bad behavior, running around, doing, you know, partying and doing all this crazy stuff as a young adult. Um, and uh, that relationship with her, I believe God did to, to kind of open up my eyes to, hey, you need to wake up and be a man. And um, so to speak, if, if, if it was, it was, and now I can see it was the Lord working to kind of set me up to, to meet him. And, and so we'll get there. This is 2002. Um, so we dated for a while. Um, and then finally we married. Um, it was then when I uh, shortly, shortly after we started dating, before we got married, excuse me, um, I entered the job that I left recently um, 
that that was the one that actually allowed me to travel around the world into Europe, and we'll get there here shortly. But this is that was the last government job that I that I started and left uh, was at that point, um, and this is where the Lord started to work with me. So um, it was that job after we married uh, that this job was allowed me to move to uh, the mainland Japan for two years. Um, so it took both it took my wife out of her her home that she's grew up in for the first time away from home, um, away from the outer islands of Japan into the mainland. Um, so we were there for two years. Uh, and then from there, uh, we went to, we had an opportunity to go to Europe all the way down to uh, Southern Italy, to the island of Sicily uh, to work there with, in which we were there for one year where a promotional opportunity came, which allowed us to go to Rota, Spain for a year. And then from there, after one year, we were we were moved to uh, Germany in 2011, and this is where the story where where God is working and how he how he was able to move me away from here, my comfort zone, where I grew up most of my life, uh, where all my bad friends were and bad influences were, away, all the way on the other side of the world. Where in 2011 we moved, we ended up in Germany, and this is where I first met LT and his family. Um, and that story um, was as my wife and I and my two now my two young children were with me at the commissary. Uh, I see this Japanese lady that I that I recognize. Hey, she's Japanese for sure. And so I made it a point to wheel my kids in the shopping cart over and start speaking Japanese to them, hoping I can get her ear and, and get her attention. And sure enough, she turned around. Oh wow, Japanese! And so we started talking. And I said, yeah, I figured you were Japanese. So that uh, my wife's Japanese, you know. Um, and so I introduced them. And she said, hey, you have to meet my husband. He wasn't with her at the time. He's a retired Marine, you know, knowing that I was a, a, a Marine dependent. My dad retired Marine. And we're about we're the same age. You have to meet him. And so, so uh, short, long story short, after that conversation, we exchanged numbers. I finally met LT. Um, um, you know, this retired Marine who at that point was also working for the government there in Germany and um, um, for public affairs. And uh, and so we kicked off a friendship um, there. And that's when I was first introduced to, uh, I guess, someone that was a true follower of Christ in the sense that 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 now as a believer, understand what that means if that makes sense growing mm -hmm. up i heard of what a christian was but i didn't really know what one was because i wasn't one myself i didn't i just thought it was just a a practice a religion or organization to belong to uh, but here i am in germany uh meeting lt who's a professing christian who didn't beat it over my head who just casually hey we're christian and you know and so we became a friendship then um, of course, I didn't convert or anything like that right away. We had a friendship there in Germany for the couple of years that, that they were there before they moved back here to Japan uh, while, while they left us or we were left behind in Germany. Um, so it was that relationship there that, 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 uh, that God used uh, LT to plant the seed of truth into my heart but with his love and the way his family loved and the way he uh, um, just lived his life. Uh, you know, it was something that I'd never seen. Um, the the calmness, the peace that he had, the um, um, the absolute certainty that he had with purpose in his life, stuff that I that I could never find or could never find in in my at this point just shy of forty years of of living. 
in the military life and going to school and all that. I didn't, I didn't know what it was to have genuine peace or joy and, until I saw uh, how he lived his life. Um, so so um, 2000, we were there for three years before we moved to, to Italy in 2017. But prior to that, back up, while we were still in Germany, they moved back here to Japan. We, of course, maintained our friendship. Uh, we moved on to Naples in the in the uh, late summer of 2014. Prior to that move to Naples uh, in September, we had come back here to Japan for vacation. My family and I came back to Japan for vacation to visit, of course, family, and then, of course, LT and his family, um, which he, of course, hey, you know, good to see you guys. We're here settling in. Hey, why don't you come to church with us, you know? Uh, and, 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 of course, me, I was at home now with, uh, you know, and trying to hook up with my buddies that I ran around with when I was younger, and I didn't have any interest in going to church. Um, so, you know, of course, it was, you know, he was just trying to share love and share the love of the Lord with me, but I ha didn't want to have anything to do with it. Um, I guess I kind of jumped ahead of myself. Let me back up a little bit. Just shortly before they moved here to Okinawa, there was a little bit of stint there where, um, you know, he had been sharing the gospel little by little, kind of subliminally, so to speak. But there was a stint there where I kind of got piqued an interest with with what it was he was doing and 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 him studying the Lord. So there was a a, a month or two session there where we would meet in the mornings, uh, real early in the mornings before he and I had to both go to work over coffee and a Bible study, um, uh, because I was interested in it. You know, I was I was wanting to learn what he was, what he knew, and and who this God was and what it was about. But it was just it was kind of just. And he puts it down. We laugh at it. it. Was just going through the motion. He goes, "Oh, you know, KW, you were just, you were just always, uh, you know, wanting to do these Bible studies, but it broke my heart that you just wouldn't come to the Lord. That you would just still run amok and you know do all that stuff." But anyways, I just, I, I remember those Bible studies. How it was okay. I got to learn about who this God is, and you know, going through the motions. And I know he was passionate about it and wanted to teach me, but I can see he was heartbroken because I wasn't, yeah, I hadn't given my life to the Lord. So that happened before they moved back here. So that summer when we came and visited before we moved up to Naples, we met, of course, and hey, you know, hey, let's go to church together. And yeah, OK, whatever, maybe. And of course, it never happened. Um, so I, of course, got into my with my friends here and ran around and did some things that, of course, you know, I should have done, you know, uh, while I was here. Enjoyed my vacation in ways that I, again, should have done. And um my job at that point, I, I I wasn't allowed to be away for over 30 days, calendar days. So I had to go back to Germany myself and left my family here so they can enjoy the rest of the summer with their family and friends here. So I went back to Germany by myself. And um, this is uh, so here I am thinking, wow, here I am in Germany by myself in this nice house, you know, working for the government. My family's back in Okinawa. They have no clue what I'm doing here. Uh, I'm alone. I'm going to have a couple weeks of free time and I can be single here and all the way in this side of the world and I'm going to have some fun. And uh, I remember the night I was getting ready to go out and, you know, go have an outing at, the, uh, at night someplace, wherever. Um, um, I flash back to, you know, hey, you know, you know, LT and his family and, you know, uh, the Bible studies that we had and the joy that, that he has and his family has. And why is he at peace? And, you know, why is it he so uh, purpose-driven and have, have 
life and you know what's what's going on here i am i'm making good money with the government um i'm living in germany that I, you know a place i'd never thought i'd live in a nice house i have a beautiful wife two beautiful kids with this wife and a beautiful grandson and how come i don't have the joy and peace that he has you know and i'm i'm free and i'm about to go out and i'm about to go have some fun what's going on and you know there was a conviction in my heart and it was then when i said okay okay something's telling me I'm not going to do the right thing here, although I just had fun in Okinawa, but what's wrong? Okay, so I literally, in my living room, ready, dressed to go out and have some fun, um, kind of looked up into the heavens and, and said, okay, you know, God, whatever I call you, whoever you are, you know, I don't know who you are. I've heard from you, from LT. If you're real, I want to know you, please. You know, and um, because I did, I, I, I was not happy. I, I thought I was, but I wasn't. And it was at that moment that, that I had the encounter uh, with the Lord. You know, I, I, I felt a, a enormous sense of just crazy emotions going through. And I just broke, fell down to my knees and started sobbing and crying and realized that, that I was just a horrible, horrible person, you know, who hurt a lot of people. Um, and, and just told a lot of lies and, you know, I just did all kinds of bad things, you know, and, and, and it all just hit me and hit me. And I just, I just kept weeping and weeping and weeping and saying, Lord, oh my goodness, I'm sorry what I've done and who I've become. And, you know, and I don't know what to do and, and, you know, what happened. And, 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 and I, it was just, uh, it was literally the floodgates open. You know, I, I never, I've never been brought to my knees like that ever. And it was just, uh hours and hours of sobbing and then and then all of a sudden i felt a sense of like a, an embrace and said okay i've got you just trust in me and i didn't know you know i didn't know i knew what i felt was real you know of course at that time i didn't know what i experienced i didn't know that that was jesus i didn't know that jesus and god were the same person i didn't know any of that stuff i just knew that i felt a spirit there that that let me know that that i was a bad person that i had to apologize and that it was okay if I just trusted that. And it was, it was, it, that, it was that night I just, you know, okay, what just happened to me? You know, so I got on the internet and, you know, God and, you know, Bible and, you know, all this and doing all this search. And it led me to, to these, you know, to different sermons and then to Ravi Zacharias where I got a lot of just great information from. I'm sure both of you have heard of Ravi Zacharias. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and and John Lennox and and you know and then to the teachers like Skip Heitzig and you know um, and and all of them and I know you know and I've just it just a whole plethora of just okay who's God and oh Jesus God Jesus God and you know and and okay now what Bible do I get and you know and started and it just he got a hold of my heart and 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 just started leading me to 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 get to know who he was that saved me you know that night well you know, hours ago that brought me to my knees and, you know, that I repented to and cried out to. And, and, and it was just, a, um, it was just a life-changing experience. Um, and from then on, it was just, um, you know, slowly and surely just reading the Bible, learning, uh, you know, who, who Jesus was, who God, what, same person, of course, you guys know that, but you know, who this God was that I just had an encounter with, you know, and of course it was a, it was a, 
it was a process in the Holy Spirit. Now, now I understand it was the Holy Spirit that was leading, you know, through that process of, of change. I was born again, literally. I understand what that means to be born again. You know, I, I literally died from the person I was who was who was trying to be in his own heart. And I remember telling LT and, and many conversations leading up to prior to me, you know, giving my life to Christ, you know, I, my church is in my own heart. Uh, I'm good. You know, I'm a good enough person. I know I've done some bad things, but not, not as bad as those guys, you know, so I'm good. You know, I've seen some people do some worse things and I've seen people who's called themselves Christians who are worse than me. And, you know, that kind of thing, that whole mental, uh, gymnastics that I think everybody plays in their heads before they come to the truth. Um, um, and when I came to the truth, it was, my eyes were open and, and, and the Holy Spirit just, uh, you know, led me down a path of, of you, you know, uh, of, of, of understanding and purpose. Am I perfect now? Of course not. I don't claim to be at all. You know, I'm still, I, he still needs to do a lot of work on me <laughs> for sure. You know, we're, we're, we're all a working process. Um, but, but, my, uh, but I, I, I know now that I need him and that I am a sinner and that if without him, I will continue to walk in sin. Um, you know, and that's just something that, uh, it's just been a wonderful, uh, a journey. And, um, uh, so, so, so two weeks before my family come home, comes home, I'm still, you know, I'm, I'm learning who this God is and listening to Ravi and listen to, to, you know, to, to all these other sermons and, 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 you know, trying to find out what, I didn't have a Bible in the house. So, you know, what, what kind of Bible do I get? What's the best? And, you know, just, just doing as the Holy Spirit led um so they come home and 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 we find out hey you know during that two-week window also we find out that we're going to be transferred to 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 italy to naples italy um so we made the transition there um and uh of course i'm still doing my studies putting putting my materials out on the table studying a couple hours a night whatever whenever i have the time and leaving that stuff out and and every time i would leave it out my wife would nicely put it all together and put it away in the bookshelf or wherever it was little did i know she was getting the seating planner because i didn't want to beat this over her head i told her the experience i had she didn't she like i said she wasn't a follower of christ she was not uh, she wasn't practicing any religion per se um um but she she saw me change into a different person i was not not easily angered like i used to be you know the i used to i was a smoker uh the the Lord took that desire away. It was it was almost quit cold turkey. Uh, I I like to drink, and the Lord took that away. And it was just it was just a systematic process. The Lord was just picking these things out that you know it wasn't it wasn't something that I felt like I had to do because I belonged to you know church because I didn't find a church. I wasn't going to a church. I just I met the Lord, you know, and it was Him that was giving me the new desires. And taking the old ones away, uh, literally, I was born again. You know, I have no other explanation but that. You know, um, so so um, we make our move to Naples. I continue to study. It was there when I finally hooked up with LT again over Skype, um, and said, "Hey, brother, you, you you know, at this point, I know to call him brother. I didn't know what that meant back then, except you know, hey, bro, in the in the, in the man sense. But hey, hey, LT, guess what? You know, you know, I gave my life to the Lord. I met the Lord. You know." Sorry, and, no. uh, a powerful and uh, you know just um and it was uh and the the there's just the reaction of him was just you know it was it says it all you know he and he just tears came out his eyes and you know he's like man that's what I've been you know mm. I've been praying for you brother for all these you know the 
since I've known you that, that, you know, he would get your heart. And I said, well, brother, he got my heart, you know, it worked. Your prayers worked, you know, I mean, I didn't know the power of prayer. I didn't know what praying meant. You know, I didn't know that it was real. I didn't know who people were talking to when they pray. You know, I didn't understand that. You know, it was just I just thought it was words that people just generically spoke to a so-called God or whatever, you know. But um, but to understand who he is now and the power of prayer to in that moment to, to just see the tears run down his face and to say, hey, you know, praise the Lord, you know, that we've been praying for you, you know. So 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 now here we are in Naples, Italy, starting our new life there together, um, me with the Lord. And with my family and, you know, of course, now LT and I having these conversations, hey, hey, what does that mean? I understand that, you know, based on scripture and I'm learning now that uh, now I'm unevenly yoked, you know, how's that going to work out? You know, how, how do how do we get how do we get my wife saved, you know, uh, and, um, you know, what do I do? And he goes, well, you know, don't beat the Bible overhead. And, and I knew that because LT never beat the Bible over my head either. Um, you know, it was just he says, just just live, live your life, follow the Lord and, and pray. You know, and and sure enough, a year later, the summer of 2014 in Naples, after taking uh, my wife and children to go watch the movie Son of God, mm. uh, which which the Lord put into her heart, hey, let's go watch that. You know, I was like, okay, I wasn't expecting that, but okay, let's 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 do then. And so we did. And 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 after that movie, uh, that evening, she gave her life to the Lord. She her eyes opened up, mm. um, and and it was just it was just you know the Lord is just wonderful the way he works so bottom line you know all my life growing up you know i didn't grow up in the church and all that but it took the lord to move me away from my comfort zone here in the small island of japan where i grew up with my friends and peeps and you know you know i knew every nook and cranny of this eye of this island so to speak my comfort zone took took me away with this job with the government all the way around the world to meet someone who planted the seed to lead me to him and it was just, and and now here we are together, both left our government jobs in a step of faith to be able to present, uh, you know, biblical news uh, to those who will hear, and 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 through that news lead them to the light of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And it's just been a wonderful journey that the Lord has has taken us both on. And and by the way, I I don't take any credit for setting up the channel as well. Uh, it was all LT. Um, and I and I just happened to take a leap of faith out, and 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 the Lord has just blessed the channel enough that He was able that that through Him able to support us to help Him with this ministry as well. So it's not it wasn't a collective um, um, thing that did this channel. LT is the one that 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 concepted it, dreamed it up, and started it. And the Lord has blessed it enough to where it's been a blessing to me as well to be able to to su support my family as well. Um, so, um, of course it's, you know, that being said, it's not, it's not near as what we were, what I was, you know, doing in the conversations I had from the government, but it's not about the money. We, it puts food on the table and it pays for the rent, you mm -hmm. know, and that's, that's more than enough, you know, and, and the fact that we get to share the gospel, um, to thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people has just been a wonderful blessing. And, and, uh, um, you know, I just, I can't, uh, Praise the Lord enough for what He did in my life. You know, thirty, literally thirty. Uh, you know, up until that summer, I was just just over forty. I was born in seventy two, so two thousand thirteen, the summer of. Um, it was just before my forty forty first birthday that I met the Lord. You know, 
I had no direction. I had no purpose. You know, I, I thought I had everything in control. You know, I thought I was good enough, making it enough. I was successful, you know, in my, in my career. I had, a, like I said, a beautiful wife, beautiful children. And, and uh, yet there was this, just this void emptiness at that moment, that, that night when I was ready to go, you know, go party alone, you know, thinking that I can hide and do this is where, where, you know, that little seed that LT's planted just spoke to my heart. And, and I looked up and said, Hey, you know, I hear you're real, you know, I reveal yourself to me. And, uh, and, uh, it's been a wonderful journey since then, you know, up until, up until now, this conversation, uh, with, uh, restless to be able to share this testimony, um, and and I've I've heard I've heard the testimonies that you guys had on your podcast with previous, and to hear those to to just see the Lord working um, is just an amazing thing, you know. And it's a beautiful thing what you guys are doing, putting these podcasts out with sharing people's testimonies. And uh, uh, I I think we all can agree that the most powerful tool the Lord can use to draw people to Him are those weak vessels that he broke to bring himself to him. And those, I think those are the stories that, that, that uh, um, just show his power and his love and mercy, how he can reach uh, broken people through broken people. Hmm. If that makes sense. Oh, it absolutely makes a lot of sense. Yeah. KW is a beautiful um, story. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, let me ask you something, if you if you would. In those earlier years, you labeled yourself mm-hmm. a, as a hoodlum or a hellion, and uh-huh. and I take it you just grew up in a crowd, as many of us do in school or whatever, where you're just trying to sow your oats and and do crazy things and figure out life. How come you called yourself that? Well, uh, because it's true. You know, I mean, I, there's no other way to put it. You know, I mean, I, at the time, I was always trying to justify myself where, mm-hmm. you know, uh, well, I didn't murder anyone. I haven't mm-hmm. really stolen anything huge, so I'm not really that bad, you know. Um, but I call myself that because I because I, I now have a lens of, of how God sees people. And, and, and in that sense that, you know, of course, you know, nobody's perfect. We know that the Lord tells us that and we're all sinners, you know. And, uh, and, and, and I call that because it's true, you know, and I, and, and, and I would dare say that, that every human being is a hoodlum and a hellion until we give our lives to God, we're, we're pushing him away. And in that sense, at least in my, the way I understand it now, uh, uh, if I'm not with him, I'm against him. So therefore I'm a hellion, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if I can elaborate on that, I, uh, even in, in, even if we're judging each other from man to man, you know, I was, no, I never murdered anybody, but I was involved in, in, uh, in, and you don't, in, I, I was part of, uh, two abortions in my younger years with, with, uh, between marriages when I was dating around and, and I know what the terms of that are. So I guess in a sense, I am in that sense, I am a murderer, you know, I've told many lies. Um, you know, I ran around, um, uh, lusting after women i i liked my alcohol i i partake took of more than just cigarettes i i enjoyed other drugs as well um you know so so in that sense uh you know i, I was a hellion you know um mm-hmm. 
Um, but, you know, in the Lord's eye, just one little white lie, even looking, you know, we know Jesus says, if you if you have hate towards a brother, you've committed murder in your heart. If you look at a woman with lust, you've committed lust or you've committed adultery in your heart. So I've definitely done that. And I've definitely committed adultery uh, in the flesh as well. So, you know, um, and 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 I, I'm not going to hide that, you know. Uh, so so that's why I would coin myself as a hellion back then, you know. Um, that's a great answer, I, I too. Was, yeah. Uh, um, so but it seems to me that in your story, your your journey, God kind of mm-hmm. moves you away from that culture to almost get you by yourself with him. And then this guy, LT, shows up in your life by meeting his, his wife first. And I want to go back to that moment where you're mm-hmm. you've gone back to Germany. You're you're in a house by yourself and you're getting ready to go out. And you had previously met with LT a number of times just to do the whole coffee and Bible study thing in the morning. But it, but as you yes. you said, you were just kind of showing up on autopilot with that. Is is that fair? Yeah, it was. There was there there was a zeal there. You know, mm-hmm. I did I did want to know uh, what it was that 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 gave uh, LT joy and peace and comfort. Um, so it wasn't, I, I was actually initiating. I was asking him, hey, can okay. we do this? You know, and there, there was a little bit of, and now I can see it, a little bit of kind of a reluctancy on his end, so to speak, because he knows that, you know, I wasn't doing it because I was in love with the Lord as as so much as, you know, I, of course, he, he knew, he, he knew of, of course, I can see now in retrospect, what he was doing was important. But now that I could also look back, I could tell that there was, there was, uh, uh, something there that he was doing it because he kind of had to, because I wasn't there for the love of the Lord, if that made sense. I was kind of there, um, yes, trying to seek what it was that he had, but I wasn't fellowshipping with him, if that makes sense. Yeah. It was for him, it was a teaching of something that I didn't really uh, have a love for. It was just something that I had a itch for, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. So now, of course, when we get together and we open up the Bible together, it's all in joy and love and fellowship. You know, all in praise to our Lord. Back then, it was more of a, I wouldn't say it was an inconvenience for him because I know the importance of what he did, you know, led me to the Lord, which is I would I would do for someone as well. If they didn't have a fellowship with the Lord I, and they wanted to open up the Bible with me, I would love to. In fact, I do that on uh, with, with the emails with Anne. We know I know there are people that 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 like watching the channel and support it and and but they don't love the Lord. And, 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 and that's where I get a chance to share the gospel with them. And, you know, so, so in a sense, I'm doing that too. It's not in fellowship. And then what's sweet is when we have those moments where they say, oh my goodness, I've never, you know, now I'm studying the Bible and I'm reading it now. And, and those are the moments that, 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 that bring it all home. That, yeah. That know that I, that, sh- that, that shows the power of the Lord working through it, you know, um, because it's not me, it's the Holy Spirit that, that, drives this you know um it wasn't it wasn't lt that led me to the lord it was it was the seed that 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 he held in his heart the holy spirit in him that was planted in my heart that drew me to the lord you know so um um so so yeah so um that that mm -hmm. a meeting with with lt for coffee and bible in the morning there was a curiosity about that. It's like, how's how's it? Why is this guy spending time with me and investing in me? And though I don't quite get this yet, there was a curiosity about this. Is that is that a fair assessment? 
Absolutely. That's, that's exactly what it was. Yep. There was, uh, you know, I mean, I didn't understand, uh, exactly what it was. He was teaching me. He, he, he knew that I was lost and he was teaching me something that I didn't generally, excuse me, have a heart for, but I did have a curiosity in a sense, because, because what I understood that, that it was that what he was teaching me, the scripture, the word of God is what gave him joy and comfort and peace. Hmm. And it was that, it was, it was that curiosity that drove me to say, okay, well, if that's what it is, then yeah, let's, I want to learn what this Bible has to do. You know, I, yes, the, the, the word is the living word and is what feeds our souls, but it, but it doesn't work. If you open up a Bible void of the Holy spirit, then it doesn't make sense. It's just a book with a bunch of words. Yeah. You know, it's the power of the Holy spirit that allows us to understand what he's trying to tell us through his word. And so, um, um, so I think it was, you know, it was that curiosity that, 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 that I saw in him and his family, that the, the, the peace and the, the joy and the comfort and the, the purpose that they had in their life that drove me to want to say, Hey, can you teach me about that magic, you know, book that you have that gives you this, you know, um, little did I know that that book was alive. It's, it's, it, you know, his words are alive and there's a, a spirit in it that's, you know, that's behind it. And that's, you know, that communicates when we read it. And, and so, um, um, yeah, it's, that's, it's a fair thing to say what you said. It was just a curiosity thing at first. It was nothing, yeah. you know, he had quality, he had qualities that you were looking for, but let's go back to that night at that house. Um, mm-hmm. how did you get to that place? I mean, why, why that night? Why that time? Why that location? All of a sudden your heart pours out and here's a guy who spends hours weeping for his past and for a lot of things. How did you get to that spot? I think we know because it's a common denominator that runs in all the stories that we record, whether it's in the back of a mm-hmm. police car, it's a prison mm-hmm. cell, it's sitting out in the stump in the woods, whatever it is, there's, there's always this moment where it happens. Yeah, well, like I said, it was a moment where, where you know, I mean, here I am at, at, at 40, just shy of my 41st birthday, mm-hmm. um, um, after, you know, spending time at, at home here in with my family and friends and, and, and getting a taste of what I had kind of left behind, you know, and, and, and running around with my buddies here and then thinking, okay, I can go back here. Here I am, you know, you know, like I said, successful, nice home and everything. And, and, and what I thought was happy thinking I can go out and just, and get even more happy. If that makes Mm, sense, Sure. you know, find more happiness in a secret hidden way. And I think it was just, uh, you know, I, I, you know, for me, it wasn't, it wasn't so much that I wasn't really at that moment, really looking for God per se. I just, I just, I was looking for happiness. Mm -hmm. You know, I was little did I know that, that, that happiness comes with God, you know, apart from God, there is no true happiness. I I know that now, but I was looking for the happiness thinking I can find it being home alone, you know, with my family, you know, miles away and me being alone in the dark in, in a foreign country that I, you know, that I know I'll never be a part of after I leave there that I can go have fun and just, you know, just vent or whatever and find, uh, happiness and pleasure in the flesh and 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 it just it just i don't the only thing i can explain it was the holy spirit that just grabbed Mm. my heart and said you know is that really going to make you happy you know put that question in my and then the only thing that can you know if of course if i was it was satan that i was listening that said yes go out and do it but it was the holy spirit that just 
touched my heart and said, are you really going to find happiness there? You know, and I, and I suppose that it was that Holy Spirit that met me there that prompted me to look up and, 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 and then ask to, for him to reveal himself to me. You know, he, you know, we know that God will not invade anybody's heart without us inviting him in. He, that otherwise mm-hmm. that would be love. You know, that's, that's, that's control. And we know God is not control. God is love, but we have to ask for his relationship. You know, he wants it all the time, but if we don't ask for it, he's not going to give it to us. We know that. I didn't have a relationship with him, but I was looking for happiness, looking for love, looking for peace, which now I know comes only through him. So I guess it was in that moment, I was looking for that ultimate happiness and ultimate, you know, pleasure. And, um, and, and, you know, the Holy Spirit, whispered in my ear hey you're not going to find it with what you're about to go do and so i guess that prompted me to look up and remember have those have those remembrances of the bible studies that we did with lt and have it and 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 remembering the the peace that he had and the confidence that he spoke about his life and the purpose you know and and just him never living in fear even though you know even though even though fear surrounds us, you know, we know Satan walks up and down this earth prowling and, and, and he's deceiving and, you know, and how he always had a sense of it's all good, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, not trying to put a plug in on him. We know, you know, and we know all things work for good now. Um, but and so so I, you know, just OK, you know, uh, OK, I hear you. I don't know where that came from, but OK, so then. So, God, if you are what's happy, if 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 you are who. LT says you are, you know, uh, then I want to meet you. Please reveal yourself to me. And, and uh, you know, from there, I, it's hard. I can't really put into words what it is other than, other than my eyes were open. You know, I didn't see a vision of, you know, no angels or nothing like that. Sure. It was just, you know, I, I, you know, my eyes opened up and I, and I just saw that, you know, that my goodness, you know, I, I am a horrible person, you know, what am I doing? You know, I, you know, what I, why am I even trying to compare myself to anybody? I'm, I'm look, look inside of me, you know, what's going on. And, 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 you know, all the, you know, I just, the reason why I was on my knees for hours crying and flushing everything out is because I just, just remember all the, the things I did that hurt people, even though, you know, at the time I was like, Oh, telling white lies doesn't hurt. Taking mm-hmm. a little bit of money from mom and dad, they're not going to miss it, you know? And, 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 you know, abortion's legal it's okay you know it was okay that i took that uh whatever pencil from whatever you know all those all those memories that went through my head it was okay that i looked at that girl that way it was okay that none of that none of all that went away and i realized that all that was just not right yeah um and and uh and so i just was just you know sobbing and sobbing and sobbing and and please forgive me lord please forgive me and and you know and and also, too, I must add, um, after that, there was I, I did the best I can to go back to those, you know, first of all, telling them, hey, I, I you know, I, I gave my life to Christ. And, and, you know, and some people are like, yeah, whatever, whatever that mm-hmm. means, you know, but I was just professing my faith now, you know, my, my love for Jesus and apologizing to him. Hey, I'm sorry about, you know, mom, dad, I'm sorry the way I treated you back then what I did this. I gave my life to the Lord now. And I just, you know, um, you know. I know I hurt you guys so many times and, you know, mm. I just, I, I made it a point to, to get, go back to as many people that I could get a hold of again and, and, and just uh, let them know what I encountered and apologize to them for what I did, you know? Um, and um, it just, it was just a, you know, you know, I totally understand what that means now to be born again. I'd heard that term before growing up, 
um, you know, you have to be born again or whatever to be a true Christian. And, you know, I didn't, you know, I didn't understand what that meant, but, but being born again, you know, um, it's, it's a literal, a spiritual birth. I mean, just like the Bible says, I, you know, I know I don't have to explain it to you guys, but, uh, um, it's, there, there's no other way to explain it, but that, you know, I was, I was, I literally, my, my, my sinful fleshly person that was apart from the Lord was revealed when my eyes were open when I met him. And, and I, and it was, you know, and, and I felt that embrace. And now I've come to learn that, you know, uh, it takes the Holy Spirit to keep us in a righteous path. I, I understand I'm not perfect. You know, I, of course not, I'm far from it still. Uh, but, but without the Lord, um, you know, if, 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 if he hadn't met me that day, if I hadn't cried out to meet him that day, there's no telling where I'd be now. You know, I mean, I'd either be in prison someplace or, 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 you know, or dead or, or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, I just, I, you know, he's, he saved my life there, you know, and then through me, he was able to, to save my wife. And, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, even though she wasn't, um, yes, she was a sinner. We all know that we're all sinners still are even, even with the Lord, but, um, she wasn't running amok like I was. She was a, a, a good girl, you know, um, but now she's saved, you know, and that's, that's still, she was born again as well. Um, so KW, um, if I could ask you, you know, mm -hmm. the, your story is incredible and speaks to a lot of people out there, but who, if, for the folks who are listening right now, I mean, what do you tell guys and ladies who at your age are running around as hellions and, and hoodlums, what do you say to them now? Well, I would say, you know, um, you know, becoming a Christian is not is not a title. It's not belonging to an organization or anything like that. Um, you know, I the re the the reason why I myself was doing that it was to try to find happiness. You know, to try to feed the flesh and 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 um, you know. So I I know what I know what that's like to do that, and and I can under and I totally understand. Uh, why they're doing it, but I can all, I would ask them this, you know, um, in, in, in running around and, and, and trying to, to, to gain the world, to become rich, to become successful and chase money, chase girls, chase what, chase the house or the car or whatever it is, uh, that drives you to, uh, uh, that, 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 that in your mind, uh, thinks it's going to make you happy. I, I would just ask, you know, truly, are you happy? You know, um, um, you know, it's not, it's not, uh, you know, for me, it, it wasn't, it wasn't becoming a Christian that gave me a set of rules that told me not to be a hellion. It was a literal change in spirit, being born again of a new spirit, allowing the God himself, the one who created me, come live inside of me and give me a set of new desires. And with that, there was you know, it was just, it's, it's, if, so I would say, you know, you running around as a hellion doing whatever it is, chasing money, chasing success, chasing careers, chasing this, chasing that, whatever it is you're chasing to, to bring the desire of happiness to you. It, 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 it doesn't work. You know, I, only the Lord and savior can give that joy and peace and comfort and true, genuine um, happiness 
they can only come from the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and, and I, you know, it's something that I would never, I wouldn't say anything to you that the Lord wouldn't say, you know, he would never tell you, come to me, grab you and, and, and make you come to him. But he has open arms and he's waiting for you to, to, to just put your trust in him and let him give you the comfort that only he can give. I, I don't, I don't know how else to explain it, but uh, you know, by all means, I, I'm not going to tell anybody that's running around being a hellion and, and, and doing all that to, to stop because I have no right to tell you to do that. It's your decision. But if you want genuine peace and comfort and joy and love and happiness in your life, it can only come from the Lord and savior, Jesus Christ. And I would say just, just, um, Turn away from the flesh, you know, uh, let go of anything of this world and put your trust in Jesus Christ and him alone. And, 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 and uh, he will rock your world Amen. Uh, more than any, any amount of money, more than any kind of car, more than any size house, more than any uh, beautiful male or female, depending on what you are, uh, more than any whatever of this world. Uh, Jesus Christ will rock your world and and give you uh, a, a life and life abundantly and and uh, um, you know again that's something that uh, that no one can force you uh, to do um, um, but you just uh, realize that uh, that you'll that that uh, you'll never find happiness of, from anything in this world. Um, okay, W. We we use this mm-hmm. quote from a, from Augustine. You know, for mm-hmm. you have made us for yourself, and our hearts will not rest till they rest in thee. So, so would you say that people are going to stay in a state of restlessness until our hearts rest in Him? Absolutely, absolutely. That's that's. I should have thought to say it that way, but that's absolutely correct. Yeah. If you if you want to if you you know if you're living a life chasing something and you're restless and you want to find comfort and peace and and throw away all that restlessness. Then, then give your life to the Lord and trust in Him and Him alone, and uh, He will bring you that peace and give you rest. Absolutely, Amen. A- amen to that as well. And Luke, I don't know if you had anything for KW as we kind of wrap up our. Well, for you, it's it's getting late at night, and we want you to get in bed because you spent a lot of time with us already, which has been exciting. I'm not sure you're going to sleep well tonight anyway, but because you yeah. really have done a great story. Yeah, no, I'm. If if I if you guys have questions, I'm I'm okay with it. Uh, I'm I'm you're I'm I'm charged right now. Anytime I talk about the Lord, I, it gives me a charge. So I probably will. If if we do disconnect here, I and I'm not for or against it. Uh, I will probably uh, lay up talking to him all night anyway. So mm-hmm. <laughs> just just praising him and 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 seeking more guidance from him and 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 you know so. Um, um, so yeah, no, I, I, I've, you know, uh, all praise and glory to him, Amen. you know, and, and thank you guys for, for what you guys are doing to, to put people's testimonies. Um, I agree with you. Um, you know, you guys are doing a wonderful ministry there as well. Restless, you know, that's, that's, that's the perfect title. You know, that's exactly where I was at. I was in a restless state, you know, uh, without the Lord until, um, you know, I reached up and, and, uh, and, uh, you know, seeked his face and, and, and he gave me rest. You know, that's, that's uh this is a wonderful thing you guys are doing. And I'm, and I'm, I'm honored to, 
to have been on this podcast and you know i just the the prayer is that uh you know that uh if one person hears my story and 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 um finds rest in what he heard and gives their life to christ then that's what this is about and and i know that's what you guys are uh fighting for and praying for and 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 serving the lord for and and uh you know, I can't thank you enough for giving me this opportunity as well. So, well, thank you, KW, and thank you for the ministry that you and LT do, and that you 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 left it all to go out there and hang yourself out there to do this, and we appreciate that, particularly in the world that we live right now, which is I could categorize as in a state of restlessness. Sure, absolutely. Amen, yep, Luke. Yep, and, uh... Luke, do you have any thoughts? Anything you want to? Uh, the only thing I was thinking, uh, KW, you had said that you know, pri- prior to your encounter with the uh, with the Creator, that um, growing up, that you had just kind of followed the um, the religious or cultural norms of um, of where you were in the Japanese Pacific region. Uh, what mm-hmm. uh, what exactly was was that like? And then just if you could contrast how were you. Know, Whatever those principles were, living according to that, but then encountering the Lord, how that was just such a difference between all these other things that people are looking for in the world, whether it's another system of wisdom or faith or tradition versus an encounter with the living God. Right. Well, that's a that's a great point. Um, the the belief system here is more they they're very ancestral, where they they worship their uh, passed on loved ones. So um, they call them butsudans here, where where they uh, put pictures and the names of the deceased, uh, usually in the older sons uh, or the older family members' home, where they kind of uh, it's kind of an altar, so to speak. So so it's a it's a you know an altar to to the deceased ones that they kind of look up to and pray to for for guidance and and uh, uh, you know hey pray to my grandma and grandpa you know to look after us and to provide us this and provide us that so so uh, that's the culture here so you know i didn't i obviously i could i i won't say that i believed in it that's just what we practice uh unfortunately many do actually believe that and believe that that you know grandma and grandpa is up there somewhere you know raining down blessings on the family um so that transition you know of course uh, my mother of course is of that belief and uh just so you know, too, my mother and father are still not saved. Uh, even even though my father grew up in Texas, I'm that's the Bible Belt. I'm pretty sure he's heard of who Jesus is. He definitely has now, and uh, and and you know, uh, however he doesn't profess his love for Jesus. He does sometimes claim the Bible and God, but you know, it's it's there's only one true God, and we know who right. that is. Um, 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 and so mom is, is still practicing her, the, you know, the, the cultural of here. And, uh, so that, that's a great point there. That's been a, that has been a kind of a, not a sticking point, but, a at first when we initially moved back here, um, uh, there was a little bit of a, a, a sort of a wall there. Of course, we know that Jesus says, I've come to divide. And so, um, you know, as long as, you know, as long as one is for Christ and one's against Christ, there's always going to be that division there. And mom and dad are still not with the Lord, not saved. So, so while, while the relationship has gone stronger because of the God's grace, uh, it was tough when we first came back. Um, so there would be times where, where they would, uh, you know, Hey, we're going out to the, to go vi- to the grave, grandma, grandpa's grave. And the tradition is to, 
to put the food out there and to, to, to dine with them and feed with them and eat there. And, 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 I, and it was tough for me to say, mom, you know, I, I love you guys. I love grandma, grandpa, but I'm not, I'm not practicing and I'm not bowing down to that because I, we belong to Christ now. And that was a little, that was a little tough for her to accept because we had always gone to the, you know, the, at that season to visit the graves and, 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 you know, pray for, you know, to do the ritual. I, I don't, I don't know the technical terms or religious terms, but we used to, we used to always be a part of that growing up, you know, so that was a little bit tough there to, to say, Hey mom, you know, I, you know, sorry, you know, we're, we're more than happy to go visit my uncle and go visit them and, and have dinner with them and visit them, but we're not going to partake in any of the religious, you know, at the altars or at the, you know, at the, you know, we're just, I don't do that, you know, and then, and I put out scripture, Leviticus saying that we do not worship the false idols and, and, and statues and stuff like that. So, so that was a little bit, there was a little bit of a, uh, there, you know, but it's, it, but they, they respect that now. They, they, they understand that we, we, um, on Sundays are, you know, we, we fellowship with, uh, in fact, we do home church. We, we fellowship with, uh, LT and his family. Um, so they respect that we're not going to be, you know, hanging out with them on Sundays. Um, even though we're all off on Sundays, but, but, but we're going to fellowship with our brothers and sisters in Christ. And so, so we have grown stronger in the relationship. There's become an understanding with that, but it was, it, there was a little bit of challenge there in terms of crossing over from the cultural norms of, of practicing those religious things. And, 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 you know, and then until after we, we became followers of Christ and same with my wife as well. She, she uh, doesn't partake in any of those that her family still does because they're still take part of the cultural roots. And, and so Lord willing, um, so, you know, Lord willing, we'll get her mom and, you know, my wife's mom and, you know, her brothers and sisters to the Lord too. But, uh, you know, uh, that's going to happen in the Lord's timing. You know, we're planting the seeds and we're loving on them and, you know, um, but yeah, the, 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 that culture is, um, very ancestral, uh, based. They, they worship the past on deceased, um, um, so that transition was, was a little difficult. I had to get some good guidance from LT because his wife is also from, from these islands. And, and, you know, she had to go through the same thing with her family as far as, Hey, we can't, we don't partake of this. We don't practice the funeral sessions this way. We won't do that. You know, and I had to, of course, get some guidance. Hey, what, at what point do we separate, you know, and, um, how far should we take this? And, you know, so there was, there was, there was a learning process with that as well. Um, but, uh, you know, the Lord is, 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 uh, um, is good. You know, he, 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 uh, diffuses the, 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 um, the fight there with the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, it takes the Holy Spirit in us to be able to love on them still and lovingly, you know, do it. And of course, initially it was kind of a, what, you're not going to partake about, oh my goodness, you're disrespectful, grandma, grandpa, you know, but the Lord just, you know, fixed it. You know, I, I, it wasn't me, it was the Lord, you know, but, uh, that was a, that's a great point and great question. So, Amen. And it's like that, uh, yeah. that gospel that on that glorious morning of our risen Lord, who the angel of the Lord says, why do you seek the living among the dead? And we seek a God who's alive, right? Right. Exactly. Amen. Exactly. Amen. Amen. Amen to that. Yeah. And just, and just a question, the, um, what, what you just described, is that Shinto? Uh, you know, I'm not sure. I think it's Shinto and a little bit of Buddha kind of mixed, uh, because like I said, we're on a smaller islands from the mainland. I believe mainland Japan, um, they're strictly Shinto, I believe. But I think yes. the, the outer islands here that we're on draws a little bit from the Buddhist and combines with Shinto as well. 
I, 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 I'm not 100% sure, Luke. I, I can't say for sure what it is because, uh, again, I never studied it per se. I just went through the routines. But I don't think it's 100% Shinto. I think it's a little bit of a mix between Buddha, Shinto gotcha. type. It's kind of a yeah, hybrid of, of, of a lot of Far Eastern tradition. Yeah, exactly. Kind of just like anything that else that's false is is can be whatever they make it to be. Gotcha. Because there's only one true, you know, we we know there's only one true God in one way and if it's not that way then it's it can be whatever, you know, man dreams it to be, I suppose. So, you know, um but yeah, yeah, it, to put uh technical terms on it, I don't think it's quite 100% Shinto. It's kind of a hybrid, I believe. Um, maybe borrow a little bit from whatever the Chinese practices, because um, there's some Chinese influence, and I'm not sure exactly what they practice in China, but kind of a kind of a cross between Shinto and Chinese, and maybe some Ryukyu type stuff, I guess. <laughs> so gotcha. I just know it's ancestral. I know they, you know, the obon that they have every year, they have their festivals where they beat the drums, and they're so so they're calling down the, you know, the the deceased family members to come party with them for a week and then they send them back into heaven or you know well i'll be honest they're not in heaven but you know to wherever they wherever they call heaven you know so Mm -hmm. uh i'm not trying to be mean you know i only only they only the lord knows if they're in heaven or not i guess we'll find out when we'll get there but if they were if they didn't give their lives to the lord of course they're not in heaven if they if they followed this path and you know they probably did make it to heaven Uh, i'm not trying to be mean or morbid but you know, facts are facts, you know, so a uh, truth is truth. So, yeah. So anyways, yeah, that's, it's a, uh, it's a strange custom and yeah, I did partake of it. Didn't believe it, but yeah, I'd, I'd go out there and, you know, listen to them big on the drums and, and drink beer and party with them too. Thinking I was partying with my, you know, grandpa and grandpa or whatever, but uh, didn't believe it was true, but went through the motions just so I can have an excuse to, you know, drink the beer, I guess. Mm. You know? <laughs> so, you know, but uh, yeah, different culture. For sure. All right, KW. Thank you. That that's pretty much sums up my question there. And yeah, it's um a wonderful thing to say that we celebrate a personal and living God rather than a yeah. impersonal and uh, I'd say a, a, other than an impersonal or deceased uh, God of other spirits. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Amen. It's a it's a certainly a, a more genuine. Uh, experience when we get to 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 know the one true god of of uh, you know the living god the creator of the universe because you know basically what led to celebrating that experience with the deceased was a hangover the next day you know mm-hmm. no spiritual you know woohoo from it or anything like that you know uh, no life it was always just about uh you know you know whatever it is you know so uh but yeah no absolutely there's one true god and and uh if folks if if um uh, you know uh for the listeners out there if you're restless and you want to find rest then uh you need to find the creator of the universe he's waiting for you to call his name and uh um and uh is waiting to for, to, to to grant you forgiveness and everlasting life so I would encourage anybody who's listening that that uh, feels restless now to uh, to uh, seek him and ask for him, and uh, and he will reveal himself to you. Amen, KW. I can't imagine a better way to end our time together. To well, tonight for you, this morning for us, and we, yeah. on behalf of uh, Luke and I, want to thank you. And for those listening, thank you so much for telling your incredible story tonight. 
Yep, thank you. Thank you for listening to episode 13 of Restless the Podcast, featuring KW, titled Embraced by God. For we here at Restless the Podcast have hearts restless to find the one who said, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. For whom is your heart restless? And for today, what has been waiting to embrace your heart?